or is it like a friend zone for real? Like, well, you know, I still hit you up. We still may go to the movies. We still may go grab coffee. We still may go out. We still may, may go grab drinks. Like, I think I kind of, I kind of do both. Like there's some, some of my closest friends were people or guys that I've tried to date. Um, but there's also guys that uh, I kind of hit with the let's be friends. And I think I may text them maybe for another two to three business days. And then they're just like, they're out of there. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-hosts, Rozzy and Buff. But more importantly, got to introduce my special guest, starting with my younger brother, uh, Dion, and my partner in crime, my homeboy, one of my uh, original roommates, uh, Rafik, better known as Feek. Mr. Magic Stick, what, what, what are all your names, bro? <laughs> Uh, fellas, introduce yourselves to the guests or to the um, listeners. Excuse me. I'll let Feet go first. So, Feet, tell the people about yourself. Uh, that's that's difficult. I don't know what to say. Um, my name is Rafiq. Um, I'm architect in Madison, Wisconsin. Graduate of the number one Florida A and M University. Member of the greatest fraternity, Omega Psi Phi. Um, that's all I got, bro. I don't know. We'll get into it later. He's yeah, super and if the cute. listeners, if the listeners don't uh, recall, he called us uh, Nouveau Negroes. I think. Yes, this is oh, the no. Nouveau Negro, <laughs> Mister Nouveau Negro himself. I, I forgot thought, about I thought, that. I thought Buff was gonna bring that up. I was gonna say nothing, but uh, I was waiting <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, Feek's an architect. He's in, like you said, Madison. Super cute as this dude wins every award, does everything for the fraternity. I'm proud to call him a fraternity brother. Um, he makes me not want to quit the frat sometimes. And then because I hear how much he works, makes me want to quit the frat the other time, <laughs> half of the time. Thank you for picking up the slack because I, I ain't got it. <laughs> All right. Moving on to my uh, younger brother, Dion. Dion, what's going on with you, man? Dion um, Tavares is uh, younger brother. I used to be called his little brother, but uh, I'm six six. Tavares like five six. So five um, eight and a half, sir. Okay, Rodney's five, five six. <laughs> Rodney's five six. Stop. Oh, people. We, if we count the halves, five six and a half. Bro. Hold on. <laughs> I, I, announcement. D, I've never heard you publicly give out your height ever. Yeah, that's the first time There's I've ever heard. There's gonna be a lot you. of firsts on this episode, so <laughs> okay. um, all right, because <laughs> I don't think I did a lot of stuff. But um, okay. but anyway, so yeah, Tavares, little brother, um, currently living in in Mobile, um, graduate of uh, none other than the best HBCU in the land, Alabama A and M University. Um, yeah, that's yeah, me. we heard that BS before. I was gonna say <laughs> that's the second time we heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah, lies don't lies don't care who yeah. tell them. Yeah, I recruited y'all, my y'all, little y'all sister. Y'all talk about Alabama A and M and Florida A and M. Y'all need to be talking about Hogwarts University. <laughs> <laughs> Ravenclaw, baby, the claw. Have you all day long, baby? <laughs> so Razi brought it up. There's a new, I guess, I don't even know what to call it now movement going on 
for all the people who are lovers of everything jk rowling's aka hogwarts harry potter world they have created an hbcu version of hogwarts and it has been all over instagram and tiktok and everything and i'm a proud member of the claw raven claw the best house in the land Rosie's probably, you know, just generic Gryffindor. I definitely really am Gryffindor. Yeah, he's just generic. <laughs> he don't know no better. He just go where the people tell him so. But if you get a chance, check it out uh, on, uh, it might be on Black Twitter now. Like every time I turn around, they're doing strolls, everything, bro. Really? They're doing the I most. I haven't seen none of this. So they're yeah. doing the most. I'm a Black yeah, Twitter. Ha- hashtag HamU. Just, just go to hashtag HamU. Same. I don't know if it's on Black Twitter. TikTok, Instagram. It's been crazy. You know, it's a bunch of videos and there's a registration form, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Just let you know, Slytherin is the hoodest house of all the houses. They fake. (laughs) They fake, dog. They fake, you know. So, oh, somebody's doorbell's ringing. Somebody door dash at the the, the front door. Is that you, Razzy? Is that uh, DeMarcus? It should be Demarcus. We gonna call him out for not showing up. Yeah, we ever us- got it. Supposed to be on the show. Stood up. Stood us up. Got here late. But um, I, I brought these guys on the show because you know we had this episode a few weeks ago with the ladies, and I wanted to bring some other people on. I wanted to give the guys a chance to talk about relationships, dating, the world out there. That I can't say as we know it because I've been out the I've been out this world for so long. So. Wanted to give the guys a chance to speak, so we're gonna jump into that. But before we get into that, fellas, what's going on in your world? What's what's new? What's what's hot in these streets? What, what what's what's going on? It ain't Hogwarts, I tell you that. Hey, <laughs> okay, bro, you don't I, know. I, I, thought I, was only, I thought I was the only one. I'm like, yeah, I don't know nothing. I'm gonna let y'all have that. Harry <laughs> Potter world. Yeah. It, it all started from the new game. So uh, Hogwarts Legacy is a new video game that dropped. Um, you don't have to explain, bro. We we good. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think those that are interested know those that don't yeah. that aren't interested. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so were you, were, were you asking me and Rosy Ferg? Or are you asking? I'm uh, just asking the fellas what's going on. Oh, oh, I, I don't have anything going on, man. I um went to the Chris Rock uh, stand up special last night. Uh, apparently it was taped for Netflix, which is dropping tonight as we record on Saturday. So I don't know how they're going to do that because they're saying it's going to be a live stream. So I'm guessing they're probably going to like use cuts from last night. And if anybody acts up tonight, because he's doing the show tonight as well in Baltimore. Uh, and maybe they'll like, I don't know, put them together. But it was yeah. a good, good show. Dope show. Um, I think they're doing the one from tonight. Do you use the set? Do or do you might might not know, but did he use the set that he used for with the Chappelle? I don't him? know. He talked about Will Smith at the end. Is that the same set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think yeah, so. Yeah, so he probably yeah. used some of the same jokes. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so what do you think? Well, I guess we're here tonight. We'll hear. We'll 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 see tonight. Yeah. Anybody can plan on watching it? The I'm a Chris it Rock live. I know it was divided on when he went after Jada. People said he was protect. Will was protecting black women, which I disagree with. Uh, so some people have fell off on Chris Rock. I still rock with him. All right. Anything else? We talked about. I was going to bring up Chris Rock, uh, Ham You, a couple of other things going on. You guys might not remember the show. Mel Brooks did The History of the World Part One. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, it was featuring Gregory Hines. Uh, I think it was like from the early '80s. It was you just old, bro. You older. 
you older than me team um but basically it was a his rendition of the history of the world but it was just so satirical example of when the ten commandments was originally created Mel Brooks was playing Moses came down with three tablets and it had 15 commandments like yeah I'm here to give you the 15 uh, tablet broke I mean 10 commandments so it was just everything uh, like that but there's a part two coming out I think it airs on the 6th and so they have a lot of special guests and Mel Brooks has something to do with it as well so they've been teasing the history of the world part two for 40 plus years now so it's finally out so if you get a chance the original one is on Hulu Z and I started watching it today it still holds up it's it's, it's funny the the thing about it, if you watch an old movie like the early 80s 90s even early 2000s it's so politically incorrect that it's ridiculous and you're just like Ugh. but hey it is what it is what else? So we have that history of the world. Rizzy, I know something new is coming out. I know you got something for us. He saw Creed three. You mute. You on mute, Rizzy? I muted myself trying to unmute. Yeah, Creed three <laughs> dropped last night. Uh, I'm gonna try not to spoil it. I will just say that uh, Adonis Creed is trash. Um, just throwing that out there. He's a trash friend. He's a trash son. That's it. Um, that's enough. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. He's trash. So, trash dad, boyfriend, husband. Bro, that's that. good. Bro, that's good. Just, that's why, good. Why, you know, you know who, you know who's trash. <laughs> As a friend, a co-host, a movie buff. <laughs> Like how many times? No means no, Rosie. We didn't give you consent to spoil the that, movie. That was not spoiling. That is not spoiling. That is that is a un, that is a spoiler free review. I am just saying my opinion that he, he he's trash. Yeah, when you said the first time that we kind of got the picture that he was trash. <laughs> my God. We'll we'll come back around to this next week and maybe actually get a review if y'all going to have time. Are y'all going to see it this week? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Well, I will tell you, I will tell you, boxing fans probably are going to really, really like it because the scenes and the, the matches are really good. They're, they're, I mean, beautifully shot. Michael B. Jordan as a director, uh, I will tell you, he he has some really good, just the the cinematography of it all. He captures, I mean, the, the music on it. Like he put the movie together very well, even outside of his acting. His acting is great, too. Uh, again, with um, what's his name? Um, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. I mean, he he rocked it. He showed more range. If you've seen that man, or you know of uh, how good he acts in those shows, um, he he does even better in this. So when you think about Lovecraft Country and all the stuff he did there, I mean, he he shows so much range in this movie. Dude is gonna be a a beast in the acting community for a long long time we talked about michael b jordan maybe being the new denzel or whatever jonathan majors might be the new denzel Mm. truthfully like that's how Mm. good of an actor he is we shall see the reviews have been better than ant-man so far from what i've seen on creed yep okay okay anything else feek dion what's going on in your world anything big anything you want the people to know about 
Nothing big for sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, for you guys that don't know, Dion is my my fashionable younger brother. When I have questions about fashion or anything like that, he's the person I he's my go to. He's the person that'll add the extra little oomph to the fit or whatever the case may be. Dion, they were uh hey neighbor. They had a lot of not even hey, they had a lot to say about my outfit for the for the uh, the ball. ball. No, I think no, Rosie was Rosie was so confused that I actually drove up to the venue just to bring you a fragrance. I'm like, nobody don't understand. Like I understand. Like thank you, brother. Like, no, that that is like some next low. That's what yeah. I was about to bring out. I was like, that is good friendship or brotherhood right there. Like and and as a stylist, like you know that is like, that he, is quality concierge just service. To bring you a cologne. Yeah, and yeah. not just one cologne. He he walks out and he's like, yeah, here's this fragrance and this fragrance. Oh, I really, really like this. It was like six. He brought like six. I don't even own six different colognes. So for you to walk up and be like, here's these six different ones you can pick out of, bruh, you you got it. Uh, you the man. So, so as you called out my red bottoms, you had your brother bring you six different colognes. <laughs> yeah, because I, I borrowed some colognes. Did you borrow those you, red bottoms? You, you, you Uber eats some fragrance. That's what you did? First of all, nobody's surprised by that from me. It is what it is. <laughs> right? That is. Anybody surprised on here? No. 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 Red Bottom Buff <laughs> made his debut. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that I've been, mean, I've been the, telling the, my coworkers the, they were Versace converse. bathrobe, the, the that was a Gucci gift. belt. That was a uh, gift. I've got yeah. gifts in my life. None of them included Versace, Gucci, or uh, Louis. So I'm just okay. throwing it out there. Anybody All else right. got gifts like that? Not a one. Not a one. All right. Red bottom buff it is. So um, let's jump into it. We got a lot of people on here. Is Sophie around? Let's get off to a good joke. Yeah, she is. Hold on one second. Let me go grab her. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Sophia, hello. How goes it? Hello. How's your day going? It's going amazing. Amazingly well? Yeah. All right. How was your sushi burrito? You you drove a go-kart for the first time. Oh, yeah. I drove a a go-kart. For the first time, all by myself. Tell Daddy to stop stealing your thunder. Well, you, she wasn't even going to talk about it. <laughs> you don't know. You you you, you didn't give her opportunity. Spoiler. I was still, I was still introducting. Yeah. <laughs> introducting, not yeah. introducing. Yeah. You call her not it, again. Nobody else picked like, up on her. Like introducing. <laughs> That's a new thing. How could you? Yeah. <sighs> it's not his fault. He knows not what he does. <laughs> so, do you have a good joke for us today? Yes. Okay, I'm ready for it. Two antennas got married. Their wedding was okay. 
but the recep the reception the reception was great. Yeah, the reception was great. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> the reception. The reception. That's like when you try. That's like that's like when you tried to say that candy that Haley got you for uh yeah for for Ferrero Rocher for damn it Ferrero Rocher yeah yeah I can never say it I can't say it but I say it I'm pretty sure you eat that like you get that out of this snack machine or something Ferrero that's what he's I don't know it's I never heard that candy it's Ferrero it's the hazelnut. The like, chocolates. It has like a chocolates? little, it has yeah, like a little yeah. nut inside, and it's like covered in like chocolate, and then it has nuts, and then it covers it back in chocolate, so it all sticks together. It's, it's like delicious. rich people M Ms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rich people Snickers. I'm guessing more like that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I've never had it. So it's delicious. We I have believe to you. Get you some. I'm good. We'll send Goddaddy first. Bye bye. Bye bye. So let's go ahead and jump into the show. So once again, Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast, where when you hear the questions, we hear the questions. We don't know what's about to be said. We don't know what's going to be talked about. But let's jump into it. Like I said, I brought these gentlemen on to talk about the dating world as they know it. The good old. Um, the ghetto. <laughs> Lay ghetto. Lay ghetto. So, so... Let's talk about dating. What's what's the biggest challenge out there right now? You know, uh, each one of us, you know, have dated in the past and depending where we're at and where we're at in our lives, you know, each they all presented different challenges. So, Feek, let's start with you. What's going on in this dating world, man? Absolutely nothing. Uh, this, like you what? said, it's a ghetto. Now, if, <laughs> if you got me on here, you might have to do some bleeps because I'm a cuss. <laughs> That's just ghetto, bro. That is trash. What do you mean? Bro, it's trash. Like, I mean, I have a brother in Houston. He says it's trash. I have a brother in D.C. He says it's trash. I got a brother in Miami, my sister in Atlanta. Everybody says it's trash. So it's it, not location specific. It's just is it, it's hard is it out like, in these streets. Is there a common denominator that makes it trash when it when it comes to trying to date? Um. So I'm I'm different, right? We all know that, right? Um, <laughs> so my my views are. Are a little bit nouveau. No, they're not. That's yeah. and that's the problem that they're not. Um, I'm. I have more, more traditional values. I think some of it's religious. Um, some of it's just just old school. And you know, I think a lot of these broads out here. A lot of these. A lot of these women <laughs> are, are so concerned with brunching abroad and all of that. You know, doing it for the gram and you know, you know. <laughs> So, you know, that's that's the priority. It's like everybody wants to be seen. And, you know, it's 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 the reality show lifestyle that it's changed values. And that's what's most important. So when you have, um, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. So whoever don't like it, you know, whatever. Um, when you have somebody that's more traditional or that's not about the TikTok life and the social media, whatever, posting pictures and stuff. It's just a little, it makes it a little bit more challenging. Rafiq, it sounds like you don't have no edge and you know where your birth certificate at. And that's the problem, that you can't find nobody. Uh, yeah, I saw that. You too <laughs> saw that. Yeah. Did you, you not too. hear that? You did not see that? Rafiq, uh, you don't know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. <laughs> this chick said that Michael B. Jordan has no edge. He looks like 
he knows where his birth certificate oh, is. Oh, I did see that. I did and I'm see like, that. not only do I know what mine is, I know what my daughter's and my wife's is. Like, <laughs> I was about so to I'm, sit right over there under the desk. Bro. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like extra no edge, yo. <laughs> You're not supposed to have an edge. That's why you're married, sir. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's funny you say that um, because a lot of times I hear women talking about, you know, they want the guy like you that that's more traditional and all this stuff. And we kind of get on that, that Russell Westbrook versus uh, not Russell Westbrook, Russell um, Wilson, Russell Wilson versus future type conversation where like the chick says, maybe not having the edge that they're looking for. They think they want a, a, a traditional upstanding guy who wants to, you know, honor them and do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, do they really or they're just not in the the right vicinity to attract that type man bro what's like, the edge cause I'm not I'm not a square no no no, 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 no. But, but I'm like, I'm like yeah. so the Russell Russell um I'm not comparing you to Russell Westbrook West, I mean Wilson right he, but, he, but he, when, when they say the edge that they're looking for this edge unless it's knocking them upside the head I think I think most of us have you know we have that spontaneity we have that creativity um what what is it that they want i don't think and you don't probably think, can't even answer that I, I think i was about to say that from, i don't think anybody from, can answer from, that from what i've seen they want a street dude that's not in the streets but will treat them like a lady and wrote and romanticize them and stuff but have like a little edge to him like he looked like he might beat her ass, but he's not gonna be that yeah, yeah, and that, that's that's, that's, that's kind of what they try to. Say. That's the issue, though, is you know, that the, the guy well, right? that has the. I was about to say, you about to get some comments. <laughs> the, the guy right who on. has a little bit of edge probably doesn't present that way, though. That's the problem, right? The guy that looks like he might beat her is probably gonna beat her. Like that's that's really the problem that they're running into. Like last night at when I was at Creed, perfect example. Some dude was sitting in my seats that you know I paid premium money for pre-ordered because I like to be right in the middle of the screen because so I am responsible. The, did you go with the wish cream or did you go with the, uh, what's that entertainer say? <laughs> you, or did you go with the hope cream? Yeah, yeah. I hope nobody's in my seat. No, I went with wish because I woke up. I wish your mother. I was like, hey, my boy, those are my seats or whatever. He was like, hey, man, we just sat down. They said we could sit together. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but those are my seats. I don't know. Like, he was like, well, what are we going to do? I was like, you going to get out my seat. That's what we're going to do. And we'll figure out everything out after that. Yeah, you, you I know? have nothing to figure out here. <laughs> right. like, you have the problem here. <laughs> and, you know, so it, it's one of those things. They want that little bit of edge. But again, you're not going to look at me and think that I would be that standoffish or whatever. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's just one of those things but that it's hard to find the guy who has that edge but and presents it but doesn't go over the top and maybe edge isn't the right word i don't know if that's the right word though well we're just going off what the the, 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 the last comment said yeah yeah Yeah. um so it's hard for you to find that because you're looking for describe describe what you're looking for because it's interesting what what Fee said by him saying that he's traditional. Because we've been seeing a lot of women take up for Russell women Russell Wilson, 
and say he's not lame. But truthfully, Russell Wilson is kind of traditional. That's why. Like, that's why I was comparing to him. Like, yeah. It's, what is? Yeah. Um, I may be a little dumb, but or ignorant. But what's uh what's traditional when it comes to dating? I mean, it can vary, but and I'll I'll let Feek speak for himself. But I know in Russell Wilson's case, he wanted them to wait until they got married before they had sex and. Things like like go by. That, that's not the traditional he talking about. Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put him out there like that. What what tradition that, you talking like, about? Traditional sound boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if traditional is the right word, but um, to me, it's just normal, just normal adult behavior. Um, yeah, because I mean, I, traditionally, I don't have to pay for everything. I'm not going to I'm not going to fight you if you want to take me out or, you know, so is it so, more yeah, so? I don't, know, I don't know if it's traditional. I think it's just mature. Um, I think that a lot of. Um, a lot of people, not just women, but men and women, um, are just immature in their in their their mentalities and in their thinking. Um, a lot of times, you know, it's, it might be cliche, but they say you never know what's good for you or until however you go, whatever it says. But you know, I think a lot of times we want things that's not the best for us, and then by the time we realize it, we're we're single old cat women and, and grumpy old men. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I have a lot of um, single um, friends or ladies, and I feel like the longer they're single, the more bitter they become. And maybe not bitter, but like, like they date one guy, then he's like, maybe he's cheap. So now they think like, oh, all so cheap. Like, and then they date this one guy who has like a side boo, like he's trying to date you, but he's already got a situation. So so now she's added it to her list. All niggas cheap and got side niggas. You know what I mean? Or side whatever. Side women. So I think I I think that I think that um I feel like with my friends who are ladies, the older they get or the longer they stay single, the more I hate to say the word bitter, but to me, the more bitter they become about dating. I mean, I think that's that's normal for most people. You know, the more unpleasant experiences you have, the more you you normalize those experiences. Yeah. You know, um, even f- kind of what Feek was saying, like if you if you date and the, these ladies end up being all about TikTok or they're too much into social media and too much into certain things, that becomes like the norm. And it's hard to find, I guess, when you use the word traditional, that that version of the woman that we thought we were going to marry. We were growing, we were growing up as kids or young people, like somebody who's more not into the, not even the streets, but they're not there. They're the versions of women we saw, like I said, in our younger days. You know, they hold more of those, I guess, traditional values. Maybe not even the homemaker type thing. It's not that. It's just growing up, you didn't think that your future wife could be a Instagram model or have five thousand followers on TikTok. Like that's that's not when I was 20 years old, I never thought that type woman would exist. So I never was attracted to that type woman. You know, I wanted, hell, I wanted what I got, you know? 
Right. Um, so, but I think I don't think that's a bad thing, and I'm I'm all for women um, having careers or doing their thing. If yeah. you want to be an influencer, if you want to whatever you want to do, do that. But I don't think anything that you do should compromise the family or that that relationship structure. So a priority shifted. Yeah, absolutely. I, and, and it's it's not. I understand why. You know, if if you said like you said, um, if it becomes a normalized thing based on past experiences. So if, you know, women are constantly dogged out or mistreated or left hanging and they have to provide for themselves, they start to build up that, that skin. So. Yeah. And so that's what they're, you know, that's what they're doing. Um, it's, it almost seems like this is what they have to do. And it's not what you have to do because there are guys out there that understand, you know, that might be an old school way of thinking about the roles of a man. Like, you know, I think that, and when I say traditional, I think it's more of the family structure, not the dating. It's the family structure where I feel like the men are supposed to be the provider. Not to say that, um, you know, I, I have an iron fist and I rule, but it's my job to protect and provide, right? I mean, I, I look at it based on my family structure. My parents are still together. Um, I grew up in a dual income, dual parent, parental household. You know, it's, and I know that's uncommon, and especially with African Americans. But I mean, that's what I knew, and that's what I saw, and that's what I want. Yeah, but and, and like you said, the the difference there a lot of times is that traditional mindset of male being a provider doesn't necessarily mean that he has to be the sole breadwinner or even the the high earner in it. Um, because you know, I grew up in a time where my at points my mom made more than my dad did. You know, when she had the daycare and she was doing the the party supply store and everything, my dad was helping with the party supply store. But at the same time, you know, she was actually bringing in more income than he was. And but like, I think for you talk about it a lot of times where it's it's not necessarily who's bringing in the most at the time. But there's always this mentality in the back of your head that if something hits the fan, right, if she hits the fan, I'm still the one that got to go out and get the extra job to do whatever to make ends meet. That I think is where it's it's that that traditional mindset that you're probably talking about is it's still the buck stops with me. No matter what happens, if you're the higher earner or not, yada, 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 the buck stops with me. I'm going to be that provider to make sure that we're good no matter what. Yeah, I will. I if we fail, it's on me. That's that. I guess that's the simplest way to put it. Right. But. You know, Dion, what's going on, man? Tell us what's on going on in these streets for you. So, um, I don't identify as heterosexual. I'm a gay man. So, um, my ideas around relationships, obviously, just because of the obvious circumstances, aren't traditional. I can't believe I would say this publicly, but I don't believe that all relationships should be monogamous. I respect several different dating styles with that being said because I I've dated and I feel like there's been areas uh, while dating uh, one person in a monogamous relationship that I feel like I wasn't satisfied but I also felt like that person was the one like they I feel like they were the one however there were some areas that I wasn't being fulfilled in and that I felt like it should have been okay to kind of, I guess, find someone to fulfill that with still having respect for the relationship. 
So an ethical non-monogamy versus like a poly life type yeah, thing, right? Yeah, like yeah. so you're not really down with or, or are you? Like are you down um, with like poly versus say, ethical non-monogamy? I I wouldn't say poly. I would definitely say open. Okay. Um yeah. and this is not a favorite thing, it's definitely like kind of how I feel now, just based on my lived experiences. But um I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I would be considered poly, but I definitely would date someone openly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. and for the listeners, uh, the, the the biggest difference there a lot of times eth- ethical non monogamy just kind of encompasses a lot of that, right? Poly is considered ethical non monogamy, but a lot of times with ethical non monogamy, you also have kind of an open relationship, like you said, where hey, we are together, we are the one, but we can step out, but I I'm gonna tell you about it, right? Like, Correct. hey, yeah. you're gonna know about this, you're gonna know about this. My my, uh, if I have another partner, you know about it, that type right. of thing. Versus poly life where we're all in the relationship together yeah. uh, whether we all sleep together or not it's we're all in the relationship together so that's kind of the biggest difference there right. um, it, we, we, but ethical non-monogamy kind of is that umbrella for all of it so I'm glad you brought this up because I think there's a there's a common denominator here that I always see and I've, I was, I've saying it, said for a while is I think the world is changing so much that the dating world is part of that too Mm-hmm. So in your case, Dion, you know, you saying being an openly gay male, like that's something that nobody could say 20 years ago, 15, not, or it was harder to say 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Right. And to the point where I think dating is mm-hmm. like, it's new to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like how, how do we, what is, what yeah. does normal look like in yeah. this world? Right, you know, right. Uh, and, a, a homosexual date was kind of under the radar, right? Mm-hmm. You only have certain spots you yeah. can go to. And like that it's thing. crazy. I was, um, I was out with another one of my friend of mine's, um, this week we went and grabbed dinner. Um, he's gay too. And I was like, um, we was just randomly talking, talking about like random topics. And the first guy I ever dated was, uh, I think I was 22. He was a little younger, um, but we were both kind of, I guess, what we considered DL at the time. Um, but it was so weird because like three years of relationship was our first time actually going out in public together. And I was telling him like, that was, it was so weird because like all of our um, encounters had happened like um, either in his house, like we would order food or go grab something to come back to his spot and we would grab food, come back to my spot. Um, so like our first time going out in public was like three years into a relationship. We went to a, a showcase at uh, our university or whatever, and people were like, "Dang, I didn't even know y'all were friends!" Like, so it was so weird. But I said that to say like, um, like dating for me, even at what thirty two now, is still fairly new. Like publicly, like dating for me is still fairly new. I think I introduced my first boyfriend to Tavares when I was. 25 so that's only like seven years ago yeah yeah so i mean it's all you know it's 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 new for me um there's no one i can really like i was telling Tavares when i was like there's nobody i can really have conversations with about um dating or like marriage that's that's like you know like rising you could talk to your um mom and dad about like marriage and what it looks like and I heard uh, Fig say something about like um, 
like traditional and, and being protective of the house and stuff. Like, I mean, within a gay relationship, obviously, you don't, you don't really. I mean, I'm sure like some, some relationships you have roles where somebody's more dominant, somebody's more submissive, you know, but at the end of the day, you're both still niggas. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, so um, but anyway, <laughs> I like that. I like that though, because a lot of people don't think that. Like a yeah. lot of people think that it has to be this male or female role yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But like, I like that you you acknowledge that. Like, no, we yeah. both still niggas. Yeah, like, it was funny because because that, that's funny because the last guy I dated, he um was like a lot more feminine, which whatever. But anyway, so he he didn't like pumping gas. He didn't like taking trash out. I'm like. We pull up to the gas station. It was like, I guess, automatically supposed to be my role to like pump the gas. I'm like, welcome yeah, to our world. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so we just we either sit at the gas station, you get to pump the gas. <laughs> but yeah, so um, uh, anyway, so like, there's obviously not a lot of tradition in it anyway. So you kind of learn as you go. Um, you learn, I mean, just kind of like through your dumbass friends who really don't know much about relationships either. Um, and you learn through your own mistakes. I mean, obviously with any other relationship, but I think, like I said, like my past relationships has um, shaped me feeling, you know, like I said, this couldn't, this may not be a favorite thing, obviously, but I don't think that monogamy is where I would land. I don't think so. Maybe not. I won't, I won't say not ever, but like. But you're still young. I, I, like, I got a question on that though. It, do you feel like that's a stereotype in the gay community? Because you know that that, that always most, has been a stereotype of being really open and and you know being kind of loose and and yeah. just having like the orgies and the sex thing. I mean, <laughs> you know that, that, that that's um, what a lot of people thought of. I mean, there um, is and, though. And, like, yeah. um, I lived in Atlanta, so I was like in. <laughs> The capital, okay. So, like, the most most of the like the the relationships are like, I mean, Instagram worthy gay relationships. Like, I either have met those people or knew those people, and a lot of those relationships weren't as picture perfect as it looks online. Which, I mean, that's for any relationship. But, I mean, and, and but I just said that to say like, there's really no standard, you know. And I I don't think that's I don't think I feel like. Um, Cause you know it was crazy though. Some, one, one of my friends said that that I feel as though um, monogamy isn't for me because I haven't met quote unquote the one. I'm like, oh, I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't think there's a standard in heterosexual relationships either. I was looking at something this morning. And they talk about, you know, we always look at these couples and, you know, Will Will Smith has $500 million and his wife don't love him or or um, Jack Sparrow make all this money and his wife sitting on his pillow. Like, there's no, you know, we look at these relationships like these people are perfect or these, yeah. you know, what they put on social media and that's what we aspire to. And they haven't held just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's tough. Um, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that was a perfect transition because I think our generation and younger moving down mm-hmm. is they're looking at relationships differently and Feek you know even you we brought up the word traditional that might that's part of the that might be part of the challenges because mom our moms and dads relationships or goals seem closer closer aligned with their parents and the parents before that but now the way the dating world is with apps and you know 
you know, all these Amory's and like, you know, polyamory, like you're like you there's so many different in all communities ways to date, you know, have have people been pushing back on monogamy as much as they have, you know, with women now having more of a voice and focusing on their careers and saying, you know, I can be more than a, a housewife. I don't have to go run and get married at 17, 18, 19, right out of high school, right out of college. I don't have to get my MRS degree. Like things are changing and our, you know, our guy, our, our people are kind of looking at marriage and dating with no real people to look up to, you know, I mean, even I'm not, I'm, I don't know how old you are, but I'm not that old. I'm not. And so my, say. my parents aren't that old. My parents, both my 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 parents went went to Howard. They met at Howard. My mother had a very successful career. She worked, like she still raised a family. You know, my parents trapped. So it's not for me. It's like, what the hell do y'all want? Like, you can do these things. Like, did y'all not? Do y'all not know that that's possible to have a career, have a family, still travel, still get the best of everything? I'm not saying that. What I was saying is more so, I think my mom and my dad's, you know, like there was a clear cut path, you know, whether you go get a, you go to college and you get into your career, but it's getting married, having kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that. There's so many people that are like, I don't want to get married. I don't yeah. want to have kids. I don't want to, yeah. like, it's, it's people have more, there's more, cho- the choices are more openly accepted than they were in the past i mean yeah they were called old maids and all this mm-hmm. stuff you know usually like you better get married before you get too old get, you know the your, your, your biological clock's ticking like yeah. they used to they used to clown women for not wanting to get married or have kids by a certain age because you know they're too old your eggs are drying up you know now it's like we hey we, auntie we, like yeah, that's, we, that's it right yeah. she's auntie mm-hmm. now like and we know cool some auntie dope is chicks cool. that yeah. we know some dope chicks that are our age and older that may never yeah. get married yeah who are living their best life, yeah. their version of their best life, and... Don't get me started on that. Well, let's get started on let's that. Let's get man. started on it. Let's go. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you calling cap on that happiness? No, I, I I cannot be the judge of whatever what makes somebody else happy, but I do know that, um, like I said, I am a product of the number one HBCU in the world. And the people that I've encountered at FAMU are some of the most brilliant, beautiful people I've ever met. And I know so many beautiful, successful women that are single. And I'm like, like you said, maybe that's maybe that's what they want. But I'm just like, I know any guy that would cut off his legs to be with you. And I just like, I don't get it. But maybe that's what they want. But I think 30 years ago, those ladies would have been forced to, to settle. And now they're okay saying everything you just said, imagine if they feel that way about themselves. And it's like, I need to find somebody who's worthy of that. And that's what I'm saying. There's more options. It's like, there's, they're not frowned upon for not settling the way that, you know, like I, I said, it's I, a settle, but I mean, it's a settle. If yeah, you have these unrealistic, he got to be six, seven, he got to be 180 pounds, 16, 8% body fat, make 180 million dollars a year, drive this kind of car, live here, has a like that's settling. If you got unrealistic expectations, but at the same time, you can't have that list if you pushing burgers at, at yeah. you know in and out. You know, like why, why not? You can because the thing is, the the, the thing is, the, Enter the Kevin things, Samuels. No, well, no, I'm just saying the thing about it is the guys that they're talking about, right? The six, seven, eight percent body uh, fat, make a million dollars. He does not care 
if you are the CEO of whatever. He doesn't care about your income and if you're successful in the in in your career and all of that. He cares. Can you come be my wife? Can you raise my kids? Can you be my helpmate? And and I always talk about fill the gaps, right? Can you fill my gaps and can you bring something to my relationship? So that's why you always hear the what do you bring to the relationship? What do you bring to the relationship, right? And and the problem is women think that when they say that we're talking about bringing successful your your homeowner or whatever, guys do not care. That is not something that guys are like, oh, she got a house. Let me go wife her up. Like we don't care about that. Right. Those guys that you're talking about. So the, the, the chick that's at Burger King flipping burgers has just as good of a chance to land that guy as you, Miss Junior VP, Executive VP at a company. Bull. I call both. Just because you don't try. They don't try. If I'm making a hundred million dollars, like, I ain't going to Burger King. Like you have to be the finest Burger King and like you need to be on the Burger King calendar. It, yeah, like, but it, but if you, if you're you're I'm not saying you, he's gonna catch you at Burger King, but yeah, she has to get into those parties and be in those circles or whatever. But if you at the club and he at the club, you at the bar, he at the bar. Okay. You're right. Whatever, he smash that's cool. got, I'm thinking Burger, right. Burger King is just a hypothetical because I don't because yeah. right. <laughs> we just see the smashed. girls at we just the girls at Burger King. Let's be clear. No offense to Burger King. No offense to Burger King. Not Burger King, but but you know, like just has a regular job, right? She might be working at the mall in a boutique or something like that like she has a regular job and and that executive vp she has just as much or just as good of a chance to capture that dude like to to get that dude that both of them are actually gunning for rosie you wouldn't take any of those chicks i would yes, no you would. wouldn't yes he would. i would you I don't, smash? I don't care. No, no I wouldn't it, because because what I'm looking for isn't if she is dominant at her job or whatever. I'm looking for when I come home, dish is she my piece, right? When I need her, is she gonna be there for me? When I can I have a good conversation with her? Can we laugh and joke about some anime or can we go see Creed or can we talk about Marvel? That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for, and I do not care what you do in your day job. So I, I agree with Rosie. Uh, I think most guys don't care to a certain extent. Like you, Right. I mean, yeah, you got to hit that, I mean. that bare minimum, right? Like uh, of, of etiquette and all that. But that's what I'm saying. It's your job doesn't uh, uh, make that happen. Right. Because I, I feel like I, I, I don't like to talk about myself and I'm not bragging, but I make enough money to where you don't have to, you don't have to have that same income level. You know, you don't have to be corporate. Um, I would like you to be doing something productive and keep stimulated. But you know, I, I have a lot of friends in the service industry here, and 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 if you follow me on social media, you know, I always use the hashtag. It's just different because Wisconsin is just different from everywhere I've ever lived. And so I, I have a lot of friends in the service industry, and and they're not any less of a person because of their occupation. So yeah, I, I agree with Rosie. And so Dion, also, I, I, is it kind of that same? Oh, well, go ahead. I was going to say, I think a lot of my struggles is also location-based. Um, and it's, it's I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even call it my struggles, my perceived struggles, because I have a lot of friends who are like, oh, you're single because you live, you live in Wisconsin. I have no problem not getting with a, a black person. I know that's taboo, but um, for me, it's about respect over color. It's about compatibility over color. 
it's about friendship over color communication so i mean if my proximity lends me to 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 marry a, a non-black woman it well, is have, what it is have you dated outside the race yeah yeah um the, the last girl I was talking to, I posted a picture on Facebook, and oh my god! <laughs> oh my! But I'm like the same people. Will, okay, then date me then. Date me then. If you if you yeah. don't like her, date me then. But then you get put in that. Oh, you know that's the homeboy. Feet 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 the homeboy. You know, like then you get friend zoned by, and I'm like that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. That friend zone is dangerous, bro. I'm the king of the friend zone. <laughs> putting them in it or being in it I will put your in the friend zone <laughs> but I feel like experience experience tells us that friends make better lovers Mission you've already broken zone. down those barriers you already like you have the most the easiest best relationship with your friends why not turn that into something else because uh, I can always be your friend and if it doesn't work then that's still gonna be your friend because that's what friendship is and you know that better than anybody bruh yeah yeah but I I just I I think that's what people look at it but I think going back to that Russell Wilson like that friend they might not see the edge or whatever they're looking for in a guy even though he might be the best thing for them right Um, that's why we're going to have a whole society of cat women and grumpy old men (laughs) then it'll be the norm and what's the problem society adapts right you know, it's not a problem when it becomes a norm. The, I think with the the friend zone, I mean that you're right. It might be better for relationships, but do those relationships last? Are they getting what they want out of them? You know, because they're still, I'm I'm firm believer like you still got to have that that attraction, that 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 sexual mm-hmm. energy, all that stuff as well. If yeah, it's not necessarily if it's not necessarily there, because and sometimes it's hard for people to see that because they can't get past the friend zone. Um, I, I, but, I think most people that get put in the friend zone get put in the friend zone because I don't see you in that relationship phase. That's exactly like what I, it is. That, that's what it is. It's not, yeah. it's not, oh, I don't want you to, I don't want to be in a relationship with you because I see you as a friend. It literally is, I don't see that spark. I don't have that spark there. The relationship's never coming because even if we tried it and I, I, I'm talking to you on the phone and I'm trying to get to know you and I'm trying to feel you out and it just doesn't quite get over the hump you get put in the friend zone even if the sex is good like you you, you said Rafiq I mean the sex can be good but at the same time it's just something about it just doesn't click I, 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 I have more fun with you and I enjoy you more on the friend level than I do on a relationship level is that a black thing? no white people do it all the time too I mean white people get put in the friend zone is, is, it more, it really, is it more of a black thing? No. No, I don't think so. And I even disagree. If, and, and is, it really, is it really a friend zone or is it like, you know, like when you don't want to talk to nobody, like, like, man, maybe we should just be friends. And maybe we should just be friends. Be like, I mean, we may continue texting for like another week and then like we just kind of die out, you know? Or is it like, a friend zone for real like where you know I still hit you up we still may go to the movies we still may go grab coffee we still may go out we still may, may go grab drinks like I think I kind of I kind of do both like there's some some of my closest friends were people or guys that I've tried to date um, but there's also guys that uh, I kind of hit with the lesbian friends and I think I may text them 
maybe for another two to three business days, and then they're just like <laughs> <laughs> business days. They're out of there. He said business. Oh god, Peek, are these? Um, because we're very similar. That um, we have a lot of the same friends, right? And so you mentioned a lot of these like dynamic, dope females who are single that we know that you're like we've we've been friends there there wasn't any dating or anything like that but like you're single i'm single you you recognize that i'm this good guy and all this stuff but now you're mad because i'm dating this non-black that's my point yes i think it's more so that it's like i have these friends and you know hey let's give it a try we've never given it a try you've known me i've known you i've seen some of the, the trash dudes you've dated nothing what's the harm in dating me if you dated this sorry dude over here you know so that sounds kind of weird though it, it's it's that me. spark if, like if, if somebody if pulls never... out mm, go ahead go ahead, go ahead somebody come out the ground like y'all been friends and y'all just been cool and all of a sudden they like so i was thinking <laughs> you know I, I i think you're like no this weird as shit and then like if you say you have to like you have to like commit to I mean like what if you kind of say no and then it kind of puts y'all in a weird space of like yeah we've been friends for like five or six years and all of a sudden they confessing their feelings to me and want to go on a date yeah because truthfully that that sexual tension and that spark would have been there yeah. right it's it's very different we would have been got we, drunk we, yeah yeah exactly we would have got drunk one night and and it just it popped off like it, I don't see anybody that I've like really been friends with for a long time and never really looked at them that way yeah. and everything and it just like hey let's try it out I, <laughs> I, I gotta be like the low of the dating pool I mean dating pool like <laughs> let me start just going through my friends list like <laughs> it worked on Seinfeld didn't Wait, it what can I dust off did it work on Seinfeld? <laughs> Did it? I don't see like, oh. you know. But no, um, Dion. Have, so you've dated outside of the race too? How did or has, Ooh, has that worked? Has you? Never, no. oh, I thought nah. you said you were. <laughs> no. I mean, not saying like I'm a. Oh, yeah, I'm, just, so you, I'm gonna get racist, <laughs> racist vibes. I'm just gonna <laughs> just be <quiet>. Okay. <laughs> no, I've never dated outside my race, um, and I don't really have desire to. And it is. I just don't feel like explaining the black experience to nobody. That's it. And I don't feel like listening to somebody who fake gets it. Like, I just, sorry, I just don't have the energy. And I'm really f***ing me up with that. I'm sorry. It really did. Like, going to HBCU really made me kind of a little bit more radical than I, you know, when it comes to dating. I'll say that. What, um, so what's the biggest challenge then, you know? you mentioned being in Madison um, you you said you're willing to date I mean proximity is, is a big part of you know like dating outside of your race or considering other people increases your dating pool are you also looking for uh, this religion playing a fact, uh, factor you mentioned religion earlier so no not really okay so how does that work you know Explain to me how your mama was, if you brought home a white girl who was not a muzzle. Um, I think my parents have a level of decorum. (laughs) (laughs) In front of them? No, I mean, my, I I think it'll be fine. Um, I think think there's more things that, um, that matter. And it's, it's allowed. It is allowed. So. Okay. Allowed? You have to be allowed to date outside the race? 
No, he's talking about the religious thing. Like, so. Oh. Yeah. Oh, within the religious. Yeah. Religion. Yeah. Okay. So it made me think of um, what's the movie with uh, ne- not Neil. Well, Neil Long. And, huh? You people? Yeah. Yeah. Because have you seen that fic with Eddie Murphy and Neil Long? Uh, with Jonah Hill uh, and uh, uh, Long yeah. London. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. They were radical Muslims and she brought home this Jewish dude and it was not a pretty sight. No, I haven't seen that. I heard of it. It's fairly new, right? It's so like, Yeah. It's been about, about a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of it. So, but kind of going to what you were talking about, Dion, with the, the interracial thing and, and just not feeling it or whatever. I mean, it's it's one of those things that if it happens it happens right and and i get what you're saying because i I was talking about that's a big turnoff for me right if she doesn't get the black experience and 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 understands black culture and and that type of thing um for a a black girl especially but even for a white girl she got to be at least a little bit with the culture and and understand what's going on but i i don't know i mean i i think i could date a becky and be okay because those Mm -hmm. expectations aren't there and i know that's wrong I mean, well, the thing about it is, it's what I feel like if we hit it off on other things, I I wouldn't be like, oh, well, I'm just going to end it based just on that. Right. Uh, But I haven't come across like I've come across white chicks that were like down for the culture. Right. Like they Mm -hmm. grew up, went to like black schools or whatever. So they knew the culture. They knew what it was. And we could actually have not the same shared experience but at least they could talk about it right when when minister society came out they were at the tables talking about it with everybody else so at least they knew about mm-hmm. it we could talk about it and, and everything it, it's very different like i've dated white girls like that i have never dated a becky but i i feel like if i did come across becky and she just wild me on Bro, other I want you things, to stop saying Becky because there's so many different <laughs> like <laughs> Becky is like the 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 freckle trailer park like it's so many much it's no, so much no, more no. of a Be- spectrum Be- and- Be- no. Becky for me is not that Becky for me is the like white cheerleader that talks like this when she finished her sentences and yeah. like, that, that's what I mean by Becky <laughs> Becky's a tri-delt bruh yeah, Becky, yeah. Becky, yeah. Becky might have saw Minutes of Society too man Becky went to cause yeah she had her hood days right. Becky yeah. went to Florida State she pledged tri-delt she's a um yeah. she's she on the debate club yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's Becky yeah, yeah. poli side major <laughs> Becky everybody so where y'all we talked to the ladies. Where are you guys going to meet people? Like, how is clearly not the right place? It, uh, dating apps. <laughs> Try to keep it straight. <laughs> I try. Clearly not the right place. And don't get me started on eHarmony. That's one hundred eighty-six dollars. I actually kept. Damn. Um, I don't know. I'm not a a dating app type type of guy. I mean. Because I don't know, I guess within the gay community, dating apps are more hookup type thing. So it's not like you ain't going to find nobody of substance. Although I did meet my second boyfriend on um, Tinder. And we used to tell people we met at Chick fil A. But uh, yeah, we met on Tinder. Um, so I don't know. I mean, most mostly it's uh, in person or uh, Instagram or Facebook, actually. Instagram and Facebook is probably the best dating app. I mean, not like 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 the dating app within Facebook. Yeah, because that's trash. It's horrible. But I mean, like, <laughs> actually, like, you see somebody, you know, you may like a couple of pictures. They may like a couple more of your pictures and, you know, 
kind of like a little childish banter, but yeah. I think yep. Instagram is probably the, the best place of Facebook, to be honest, because you can see a lot about them. Like, Yeah, I, I definitely agree, Dion. Like, well, I'm saying Instagram, Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, social media is really, really good for it. Um, but yeah, like, Facebook dating the app is trash. Uh, I'm down with the swipe swipe. Um, I, you know, I've been on a few dates and I think most of the the most serious ones came from Bumble. Um, and Bumble's a, a little different because the female is the only person that can text first. So oh, okay. ladies out there that's listening, if you are trying to get on the swipe swipe and you don't want the hookup culture of Tinder or anything like that, Bumble's a kind of cool one to uh, be on because you don't, you're not getting flooded by yeah. every match you get and you got 1700 dudes in your inbox, that type of thing. You get to pick and choose when you want to interact, when you want to start the interaction and go from there. So, so those so are the ones Ryan, that came with like more substance to me. Rising are the dating streets as trash as Dion and Fix say, or are you a little more optimistic? Oh no, I'm I mean, trash. I don't, I don't think they. I don't, you know what? I really don't think they're trash. Oh, you don't think they're trash? No, I. I, okay. I, I really he, think he said they were I ghetto. said it's ghetto. I said ghetto. it's okay. ghetto. Now it is ghetto, but I don't think it's trash. Um, I think you have to to kind of go at it expecting like what you're gonna get. You know, like I, I like that. I like that. It, it's it's you got to know what you want and yeah. go for that and yeah. be willing to wait if you're expecting the long term relationship or whatever. Um, like it, it's plenty of hookup culture out there. I mean, right. so if you if you want to say dating, dating is trash. What you're saying is you want a long term relationship, but you don't want to date to get it. Um, yeah, you know, you don't. Well, you want a long, a long term relationship, but you don't want to put in the work to get to what that long term, long term relationship will require. Right, right. You want, you want to jump into the relationship after. I always talk about, oh, we went on a date or two, and now we're in a relationship. I can't talk to nobody else. You expected me to be talking to you every day, and this that, and the other. Instead of going through the process, the slow process of of getting to know somebody, dating, and and kind of really maybe having a couple dates out there, right? It, like, that's the expectation. So when I say trash, it's what are you really looking for and finding that through wading through everything yeah. that's out there, right? Yeah. Um, everybody gets on Kevin Samuels about the whole leftovers comment. It was very poorly stated, but I understand his intentions behind it, right? It's one of those things that a lot of people that wanted to be in a relationship or really wanted to be in a relationship are already in relationships, yeah. Right. So when you talk about leftovers, it's those folks that now it's it's your, you know, people that are dealing with grief and they're broken. It's the folks that, you know, especially in our age group. I mean, when we talk about ours, right, it's it's the divorcees that are like, I ain't getting back in a relationship no time soon. I'm, I'm out in these streets and I'm doing my thing, especially for the guys. Right. The ladies are like, oh, I want to maybe get back in a relationship. But guys our age, it's, it's a really weird time. Uh, in in the age group when you talk about your mid 40s because at this point you either got those divorcees that ain't trying to get back in a relationship you got those folks that uh, kind of Rafi you talked about that I've been single for so long I got my own thing going uh, and so you need to get on board with what I got going instead of me kind of meeting you in the middle and, and, and kind of not having that super high bar that nobody is really going to meet and then be mad because nobody's meeting it and you're wondering why you can't find somebody. So it's just wading through all of that. So when we say trash, I think that's what they're talking about is you gotta, you're looking for the diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. 
with you know, and it's a it, it really is a needle in the haystack right now. You're waiting through you're waiting through trash to find well, the dumbest want. response ever that they're working on themselves. <laughs> yeah. I think that is the stupidest ever. Like, who else are you gonna be working on? <laughs> just be doing My that brother, always. everybody. My brother, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, like seriously, like I'm just using this time to to work on myself and get to know myself. Well, you're 32 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she working on? <laughs> this brings me to a good point: is um, working on yourself. Um, so, what's the toughest thing about dating you? Like, why, if you do meet somebody who has potential, and it is the sometimes it's not me, it's you. It I mean, it's not you, it's me. Is real. Like, is there something that? you need to maybe either reconsider or think about based on the challenges that are out there? It's not like a would I date myself question. Yes and no. So example is, and we can take it that way, but like Rodzi said something about, you know, just like feet, dating women our age, maybe a little younger or whatever, but being 35 years old, being single or being, you know, being independent uh, as far as making decisions for yourself and about that benefits you for the most part your whole life. Do you need to kind of like, you know what, maybe I, I'm, I might, I might, not be, not, might not be able to be as not, I don't say dominant, but maybe I have to be a little less traditional. Maybe she needs somebody who's a little more open and that can move with the flow of her being more independent than something, somebody that you might be used to. Like, as times change, you have to change, or as the situation changes, you have to change. So I, I think that's natural, yeah. I think so too. And I um <clears throat> I advocate so much for therapy that it's uh it's unreal. And I think um after I got out of my um last relationship, we were date we dated for about five years, and I just felt like I had done so many wrong so much wrong that it was like I'm kind of the person I know. You know what I mean? And I was like, talk to my therapist. She's like, uh, I'm gonna need you to give yourself some grace. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you you made some mistakes. Um you've done some stuff that obviously you probably wouldn't be proud of, but you've got to forgive yourself and you gotta move on from those things. And um I think I took those words like so literal, like because I needed to hear that, you know, because I was being so hard on myself about how I was in a relationship or like what I could have done better or maybe this was a person for me, but I allowed them to escape because of um, being so into myself, you know? So um, I think now moving forward, I think transparency is just like, it's like very key. Like, like you've got to know how to communicate like what your expectations are and kind of where you are, um, I guess like where you are emotionally, like how 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 you love and what and what love looks like to you, and um, I know people speak about love languages all the time, but I, my ex always said that I I didn't love him in his love language, and I I think that to me it was kind of hard. It was like how do I how do I give you something I don't even know how to give. You know, like I can't like I can love you the way that I like to be loved because I know how that feels and I know how warm that makes me feel. But you're making wanting me to make you feel warm or make you feel like love and seen. And I just don't 
I don't understand how I'm supposed to show up for you. Like that's a, that's a great point, Dion. The best example I can compare it to is I believe in love language wholeheartedly in the fact that there's an effort that goes with it. So when I travel, especially like when we were in the army and we would talk to people from other cultures, um, like even with Italians and stuff like that, we were there for, you know, several months and we tried to learn. I knew I would never be fluent in Italian. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I was willing to at least try, yeah. I, and I say that about any love language. If 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 I'm freaking, if I speak Chinese and my wife speaks freaking Japanese, and we're just we can't communicate, my goal is to get a little bit better at Japanese every year, every day. And the thing about it, if I can say a couple of words, or I, you know, ten years in, I'm not fluent, but I understand and I can communicate with her. Because I'll never be able to speak your love. That's your that's your that's your first language. You know, I'll never be that. But if you were trying to learn and they say that one of the easiest ways to show a culture you respect them is to try to speak their language. Mm -hmm. Same thing with love language. If Z is a uh, words of affirmation, she's like she's very touchy. That's not me. You know how we like we we we, like cringe you touching me. Yeah, like (laughs) that. That's how it was. But I realized that she needed that and I had to get better at that to make her know that I'm willing to try and you know those were things that you know as you get better they see that I think anybody who really wants to love and loves you will appreciate the effort you're putting into trying to learn their language and getting better at their language even though you'll never be them you will never speak his language as well as he does so what about this? What about you telling me, um, well, um, like you don't, you you never compliment me. Like I go get my hair done, you never compliment my my hair being done, right? So then now I'm complimenting your hair being done, but is it coming from like a genuine genuine place of me like wanting to say, yeah, damn, like your hair does look nice, or? She likes my compliment her hair. Just say it, you know. Like it's, it I becomes mean, did, a job did, did you versus. Like the hair? But if you like the hair. Now, if you didn't like but it, if I, I, but if I would like the hair, I probably would have said I liked the hair. But you know, I'm not. I don't lie. You don't believe. You know, I don't believe in So if I don't like it, I'm not gonna say I do. But if you know, there's things that I might not think to tell you how nice you look today, because I just, you know, like I'm so accustomed to you looking nice, and you know, I know you look nice. Like that's why I'm with you. You know, you look nice, but you need to hear it. Like Z's that way. If we're yeah. going out tonight, she needs to hear. Or she appreciates, and I need to say she appreciates that. That means so much more to her. I'm like, baby, you look good tonight. Like yeah. that. When we, by the time we walk out the door, the, from the moment I say she looks nice, the date started. Right. In her mind, he recognized the fact that I look nice. Now, if you, you know me, it was like you, you about to wear that. I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. <laughs> I will say that you about to, you, you, you about to wear that. Where are you going? <laughs> like, it's like Kenny Carter, right? <laughs> yeah, but, that, but I that's think, it. I think y'all are y'all on phase two. Y'all in the okay. relationship. We like dating is getting to the relationship, and I think that's yeah. the struggle because I look at it, like I have so many friends that are single on males and females, and both of them like there ain't no women out here, bro. They're like, mm-hmm. it ain't no men out here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how? How can it be two populations saying they ain't the other one ain't there? Because because it's the same way a woman says I got nothing to wear with a a closet full of clothes in her in her closet. Like it's not that you don't have anything to wear; you don't have anything you want to wear, and that's the exact same thing. There's plenty of guys out there. There's plenty of girls out there 
The problem is there's nobody that you want to date out there. And that's really what it comes down to. So when we're talking about Man, you there's take nobody your ass in that goddamn closet and pick out some shit and get the hell on. See? And that nobody <laughs> wants to do that. And there's where the friend zone comes in. You got you got 20 guys that you've known and you're trusted for 20 years that hell, give them a chance. Put them on the rack. You know, um, you, you, you never know because I'm a firm believer. If you've been doing this way for 20 plus years, you've been yeah. out here dating in these streets and that hasn't worked. Well, keep doing what I ain't never date no friends. Well, OK, keep being fucking miserable then. Like, keep, <laughs> keep, keep finding a dude that, you know, just add another, you know, loser to your belt, you know, guys and women. Or you say, you know what? Let's see. I, I don't I don't know. I've never done that. But I'm just saying, like, I'm always a proponent of trying something new what's the worst that can happen um you were probably gonna strike out anyway so why not strike out with a friend yeah um but you're right feek it's it's and that's why i was asking that question is what are maybe we are being unrealistic because we 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 start wanting these certain things in a person do those things change not saying you're 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 lowering your standards you're reevaluating your situation right it, it definitely changes um and standards could change too and i remember when i was younger you had to be light skin brown hair certain size man i like who like me God, right now you like me i like you eight to 80 blind cripple or crazy it don't even matter we go together <laughs> right you you wink at me more than once we go together but now <laughs> but i think that one of the things that I'm I'm really not willing to bend on is I want children. And at this age, like you said, that's one of the things that a lot of women that I meet, or they might be divorced or already have a children. They're like, nah, I ain't doing that no more. And so for me, it's just like, oh, well, guess we ain't doing that. Yeah, you might have to date younger. You re- really might have yeah, to date is, younger. If there's some non-negotiable for you that that you just want kids. Because I've, yeah. I've met guys... Um, who want kids and I don't want kids. So it's kind of like if, if, you, if you want kids and that's like something that you stand in firm on, like... Yeah, I'm over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Funko Dion for everybody. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Be nice to your niece and nephew so they can take care of you when you get yeah. old. That's it. That's, that's That was our babysitter when we were mobile. Yeah. But what, I, what I'll say... You know, I, I've I've mentioned kind of the, the what's hard to date about me, and I talked about the whole I I start most of my relationships and dates with I ain't. Uh, I just want you to know that um, if my daughter was trying to date me, I tell her no, don't date me, uh, and and it's really because I don't prioritize myself. I don't prioritize myself and making myself happy uh, very well, and so I put all this other stuff ahead of that and what ends up happening is that means that my dating life and me making time for you and being being able to focus on you know fulfilling myself takes a back seat so i'm i'm hot i'm cold i'm off i'm on we'll talk for two weeks or, or you know and then i'm you might not hear from me for a week or or i'm light texting for a week or whatever i don't really like to talk on the phone because i just don't have a time to sit for an hour or 30 minutes and talk straight right but i can text all day long because i can be doing that while i'm cooking dinner for the kids or while i'm putting them to bed or while i'm getting them ready for whatever or i'm helping them with homework or while i was reading and i'm for 20 minutes and i gotta be there to help him with the words i can be texting you until he gets caught up on a word but i can't be sitting there talking to him on the phone with you while he's doing it so it's one of those things that right now for me 
it is very difficult to date me. And I know that, and I'm cool with that. And so I put it out there and I tell everybody that, um, you know, and I've, I've heard back, um, some of our listeners, I appreciate y'all for calling me out and saying, Rosie, you're not trash. It's not that or whatever, but ultimately I'm trash. And, and that's what you got to understand and, and, and be comfortable with that. Like I am the guy that you're saying you you're running into and I know that and I'm I'm adding to that pool that you're wading through because I'm probably not ready for a relationship because I just got so much stuff going on. Uh, am I open to a relationship? Yes. Am I open to dating and figuring out if we can get there? Yes. But I don't know if I have the energy and the time to give to you and give to that relationship so we can get to or dating so we can get to a relationship. I just don't know if it's there right now. And so I'm one of those guys that probably is very difficult to date. I think that... Um... Like with me, people expect me to just have like this um, this massive amount of guys who are trying to like date me or talk to me. You know what I mean? Tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's six, <laughs> six. You know, like he's dark and then a, being a flight attendant. Oh god, he's definitely a <laughs> like like. I think I just sit here now, and I think I may have gotten. One text message from my cousin. <laughs> like, <laughs> my phone is dry. So, um, I don't know. I think that a lot of people, with me, a lot of times, it's like a lot of guys like that. I think he maybe. So, you just get stereotyped off, off, off rip? Just off, I, ain't, I ain't said no words yet. Mm. Oh, man. So, how do you, is there a way to overcome that? How, how do, um, if you're ready to start dating, let's say you were looking for that next move, like, you know what? I'm ready to settle down. Am I saying you are or aren't? Like, how do you get past that? How do you convince somebody that you're not a Let's see. Um, I don't know. Rosie, how do you convince people you're not a I don't know. They, I'm, I'm, I, I don't look like I have edge, so they probably don't assume that I'm a That's the problem. Like, <laughs> I got to convince them I am. <laughs> so what's the next move? I mean, Dion, people label you these ladies ain't they're not just they're not adding up it's just not working out what's the what's the next move is there a move nah you just persevere bro you just keep going you know you got are you gonna change anything when it comes to the dating scene how do how do you outside of like the location like you know like uh, we were talking about you know I think somebody said something about where do you meet where do you meet women or I think that's the only thing you can change, right? What 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 else can you change? Maybe what you're looking for, you know, um, is it the age the age range? Maybe locations in there. You said kids is non negotiable. Um, I don't I don't know, man. It just uh, and and, we and bring- when we say age, if you're not looking for kids, have you thought about uh, dating up? Find you a, a, a cougar or something like that that's kind of on that same thing. I mean, in your he 40s. He wants or... kids. No, he wants kids. Oh, you want kids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah it's things. the other way around. Yeah. Dion wants wanted seven. no kids. Yeah, okay. Pete wants about seven. Dang. Would you date younger, Pete? Yeah. Okay. Eight, eight or 80? Eight to eighty. <laughs> Let me not say eight to eighty no more. God, I think that's right. you know people take that and R. Kelly and all this other stuff. Seventy-two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah. I would definitely date um, appropriate the younger. Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I, what's that mean, Buff? I put twenty-nine and three hundred and sixty-four days. No, 
30 years. Yep. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, women get mad at that too. Some women get mad at that too. I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's tough in these streets. I mean, it's because I don't think and that the challenge is I don't think anybody would have a problem if they just openly date and just want to be, you know, date around. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Feek, you're looking for you're looking for that long term. You're looking for the one. Uh, you you want you you want to stop playing games. You're ready to do this, and it don't have to be the one forever. But I mean, you know, you never know. It, that's the goal. But if it's the one for the next ten years, then that's what it is. You know. Okay. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point too. I mean, I think even Natalia brought that up. Sometimes people look at marriage as a failure and all this stuff. It's like sometimes you look at people being your lives for the right seasons mm-hmm. and you you enjoy those seasons and you move on because I mean forever is a long time you know there's there's rarely anything we do forever that one job one girlfriend one boyfriend you know that one marriage is that one of those one things that we kind of like nigga this is it but better for worth to death do its part imagine you you got a job. Like, all right, Rizzy, this is it. That's know you've been doing it. Scary shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a very medieval like thought process, right? And then we talk yeah. about being traditional or whatever, or being more progressive and more modern. Maybe that that needs to be that discussion, right? It's like the, I, you hear so many conservatives talk about, oh, well, there's a rise in divorce rates and this, that, and other. I I think that's okay. Like we 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 have to stop thinking of marriage like it has to be forever, and it can be while it works, it works, and when it doesn't, right. then we move on to you know, and don't make it transitional. I think we had that conversation or transactional. I mean, we had that conversation about kind of finding that sweet spot there, but it definitely needs to be something that it's I I have all eyes for you now, and when it's not working, we work on it. We try to figure it out, but once we can't get there. And it's still not going to work. Then we part, we separate, right? Let's and make, make it each work other happy. It don't work no more. Especially right. if you can do that, have those conversations and agreement ahead of time. And there's a certain level of respect if you handle it respectfully. You know, uh, even that's like before cheating or anything like that happens, and it's like it's time to bow out. I mean, I think it'll be a lot easier for everybody involved. We said, you know, cheating and all those things. It hurts everybody. But if you kind of have a, and I hate to say you plan for a divorce, but if it doesn't work, you're like, hey, we had to get 10, 15 years. Now we're not seeing eye to eye. You, you're you more focused on your career. You know, you, hell, you're more focused on the kids than you are on me. Like I feel left. Let's, let's call it, call it what it is. We've tried to make this work. And, you know, so but that's you know, all I, subject. I think that's why um, Will and Jada have been like, it's very taboo cover, obviously, but um, I think that's probably why they have been together for so long because they kind of did that like no matter what yeah type mm-hmm. thing like yeah well fellas it's been a pleasure talking to you i can keep talking to y'all all day um but we're gonna go ahead and close it out thank you guys for joining us i'm going to do our parting shots so as you know we just let each person kind of close with whatever they took from the show anything special going on in their life uh, to think if you're trying to sell some tickets to some one of the bro events or something, whatever it is, you know, you get a chance to speak your mind and uh, let's go. Let's start with a feek since we uh, we started with you the first time. 
I have no idea what to say. I, I, I definitely enjoyed it as always. I wish my um, my brother Buff up there would have been a little bit more vocal. I like those interactions because they <laughs> typically are contradictory. Um, but um, yeah, man, it's been good. Um, like I said, dating is it's it's different. It's 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 difficult, but it is what it is, right? Definitely. We're gonna get you back on the show, bro. We I definitely want to get back get you back on the show. Appreciate you coming, Dion. Uh, what you got me. for us, bro? Um, first of all, thank y'all for having me on the show. Um, <clears throat> hopefully, I offered some perspective. Um, Definitely, from, from you know my side of the dating world. Yeah, look forward to being back one day to talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. Okay, that's what's up, man. Rizy Buff, who wants to go next? Uh, definitely grateful for having both you brothers on, man. We definitely appreciate it. We had the ladies on a couple of shows ago, so we definitely wanted to get perspective uh, from from the men, man. Uh, all I can say is I hope uh, dating gets, I don't know, less complicated, easier, less ghetto. Less ghetto. For, for, for both of you brothers, man. I've, I've had the opportunity to meet both of y'all and, um, you know, from what I've seen and from what I know through, through Ferg, man, you both are or two great brothers so you know just hopefully it'll get less ghetto for you guys out there um other than that just to get off of uh what the episode was about man i just want to use this little platform and hope that it reaches one job morant of the memphis grizzlies and just say dog chill out man Sit just down. you 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 are pretty much an nba you are a star a damn near superstar making millions of money like chill out that stuff you're doing you gotta relax bro just relax and it's not even the typical he needs to change who he's hanging around with it's him he's doing the stuff <laughs> right like they're not even like he's doing it so relax man just relax i just hopefully that reaches him in some type of capacity <laughs> case study in when keeping it real goes wrong <laughs> right there um but yeah it, uh, echo buff gentlemen thank y'all great conversation um inspire you on air we hope that you guys enjoyed the conversation and keep enjoying the conversation make sure you're checking us out all podcasts and platforms uh, make sure you go over there and click and subscribe to us uh and listen to some of the back episodes because all of them are just as good uh, it was a great conversation appreciate you guys for coming out and like hey, i'm taking heard, suggestions too so if, if you know anybody know somebody know somebody look at somebody <laughs> out <laughs> I take yeah. all suggestions. Send them out there. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so, but you guys, the thing is, you're going to find that person, right? It, it, it's, this is dating. Uh, and finding that needle in a haystack is very difficult. It it, it just is. Um, but they, they'll come. Uh, and, or, or, and, and when we say that significant other, that person is that one that fits you, right? Dion, when you talked about, you know, non-monogamy and that type of thing, you're going to find that person that's, that is the one, but cool with that. They're out there. And for everybody listening, uh, we talk about it being ghetto. We talk about it being trash, but there are good folks out there. Right. And, and you got two of them on, if uh, um, not count me. Uh, and, you know, if you uh, throw me in there, you got three people on right now. That two and, are and a half because you're trash. Two and a half because I'm trash. We'll, we'll count that. So, you know yeah. they're they're out there and listening so keep at it uh keep your head up i mean d- dating is that enjoy it while you can i mean because even though you can talk about it's trash it's hard you don't find the one uh, hopefully you had some good times with the people as you dated 
right? And enjoy that. Live in the life, live in today, live in the moment, and just enjoy what you're going through and enjoy the process and the journey. So that's all I got. All righty. Well, thank you guys. I'm not going to say much. Um, it's been a busy week. I'm glad I got to end my week with uh, more of the people I care about and I've grown up with and seen develop over the years. A quick shout out. Uh, we are just passing the one year anniversary of my grandmother passing um, Pinky Louise Carter and uh, the three year anniversary of Jenica uh, Kimberly Mancarella's death. And um, just want to take a moment just to uh, honor them and think about how much we miss these people. And for anybody who's lost anybody, you know, those anniversaries do mean a lot and honoring them. So um, I'm going to just take ask for a moment of silence and then we're going to end the show. All right. Thank you guys. With that being said, three brothers, no sense, six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week. <laughs>